This is episode 46 on the Millennial Life School podcast on learning how to love myself. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Millennial Life School podcast, where it's all about inspiring and encouraging 20 to 30-something-year-olds as we figure life out together. Hey, guys. Welcome back to another episode on the Millennial Life School podcast. First of all, I'm so sad that I couldn't post an episode last week, but if you follow me on Instagram, uh, you already know, but I was really just like going through this like weird allergy stuff the past couple of weeks where I was just coughing a lot, very congested and had to take allergy medicines, but like the coughing stuff just would not go away. And last week my voice was very hoarse and just, I just couldn't record an episode. So I had an episode prepared, but I'm really sad that I had to miss last week. But don't worry, I think this episode is going to be a really good one. And so hopefully this makes up for the missed episode last week. Um, Thank you so much for being here and the past couple weeks. I've been thinking a lot on the topic of self-love. But this whole idea of like self-love, it's been such a nebulous concept for me for so many years where I'm like, Like, what does that even mean? Like self-love, like loving yourself. It's just such a hard concept for me to wrap my head around and what that actually looks like. So in preparing for this episode, it has been actually very challenging because I'm like, man, like how do I begin to address this topic of self-love? But I really wanted to because I feel like this is something that I've been thinking a lot about. And especially when I wasn't feeling the best, when I'm sick or something in my body just isn't functioning properly, I just become really sad and I just start to think all about like, oh my gosh, like, um, like okay. Uh, <laughs> so what happens when I'm sick is I t- pray a lot and I pray to God about all these different things of like things that I finally recognize, like, okay, yeah. I don't think this is how God wants me to live my life. (laughs) Like, for example, when I was younger in college, when I was really sick, I would pray and be like, okay, God, like, like, I will not be afraid anymore. I won't be afraid to show up for the world. I won't be afraid because I struggled a lot with fear. And even now, there's a lot of fear that I'm still kind of overcoming. But I think now I'm at a much better place. But when I was younger, I just had so much fear in me. I was very, very anxious. And now this time when I was dealing with all these like coughing and congestion and all that stuff, I was just like, okay, God, I will love myself. That was like the thing that I was telling God. And I knew, okay, that probably means that I was dealing with a lot of just like feelings of inadequacy and having a hard time with fully loving myself. And I know that because I feel like I've been in a weird, like negative mindset space where I was being very critical of myself. And I would just, I I just wasn't happy with a lot of things about me. Um, So in that time, you know, I was really thinking about this. I'm like, okay, how do I love myself better? How can I love myself better? And what does it mean to love myself? So in this episode, we're going to dig into, you know, learning to love yourself. And before I get into this, 
First of all, I have to mention that a couple of weeks ago, I attended my first BTS concert here in, here in LA. And like, I can't, I can go on and on just raving about how amazing it was. But while I was dealing with this whole like health issues as well, I feel like I was still in this like BTS concert hangover where I just couldn't get enough of them. So I was watching all these videos that I took of them at the concert, watching their V-Lives, watching their old YouTube videos, etc. all that stuff. Um, and in that time too, like before I first heard about BTS, I, to be honest, I feel like I didn't know much about them. And I was really curious, like, why are they such a big deal? Why do so many people in the world love them? And, you know, I wasn't sure why BTS was so big because, well, one, like, I didn't really know a lot about them. But also, I was like, well, there's so many K-pop groups, but what makes BTS so unique? But now I understand why they're so loved, and I can officially say that I'm an army and proud of it. But I think the reason why BTS is so big and so popular is because of their heart and the lyrics of their songs and the message that they carry about learning how to love yourself. So coming out of the whole BTS concert, maybe this was just in my thought too, just like loving yourself and like what that means. And I want to share a couple of things that I feel like I've learned in watching BTS and getting to know them and hearing their message and how it also helped me to love myself. Um, but this episode is not going to be all about BTS, so please bear with me if you're not a K-pop fan. But if you're not, I mean, why, why aren't you? <laughs> Um, but anyways, um, in watching BTS and the seven members, I feel like what's fascinating is that each of them are so unique with different personality types and quirks about them. Like the way that they present themselves, the way that they communicate, their sense of humor, the way that they look, their strengths and weaknesses, it's all different. But in who they are, in their being, the way that they show up as themselves. It makes you really love who they are. Not just like how they look, not just their singing, not just how talented they are, but it makes you fall in love with their being. And in being able to see the unique charm in each of them, it made me think about myself and how even though I'm not perfect and I'm not like so-and-so or other girls that I can compare myself to, I know that there must be something unique about me as well that is charming and lovable. And even my insecurities, that there must be other people who in seeing my insecurities and my story of the things that I've struggled with or the things that I am struggling with, that in seeing me just being me, they can relate to. And so I've been thinking about, okay, like how can I love me, like all of me, not just the, the me that I want everyone to see about me, 
not just the version of me that I feel like is a superior version of me, but in me, in the current time now, like how can I love me? And while I was thinking about this, um, I was listening to one of BTS songs, Answer, Love Myself. That's the title of their song. And there's a verse, a, a verse in the lyrics that I really love and it really touched my heart. It says, 왜 자꾸만 감추려고만 해? 네 가면 속으로. 내 실수로 생긴 흉터까지 다내 별자리인데. In English, it says, why do you keep trying to hide under your mask? Even all the scars from your mistakes make up your constellation. And this verse really touched my heart because I feel like there are times when I want to constantly hide myself, where I feel like I'm trying to hide under a mask. Because I feel shame. Because I feel these emotions of feeling ashamed of myself. Not because other people make me feel this way, but I think the feeling of shame really comes from me not being able to meet up to my own standard. It's the should in me. Like I should be like this by now. Or I should look like this. Or I should have this. And when I face a reality that my reality, current reality doesn't match my idea of should, it creates a feeling of shame in me. Where it's like, okay, here's my expectation of who I should be and here's where I'm at. And it makes me hard. And this is really... It's a difficult feeling to feel, to feel ashamed of yourself. And when you feel ashamed of yourself, it's impossible to fully love yourself. And when I feel like that, I go into this hyper-stress mode of trying to constantly fix myself. And so I want to ask you, Like, do you ever feel like you're constantly trying to fix yourself? Like, do you ever feel like you're constantly living with this idea that there's a better version of you somewhere in the future, but you're not there yet? Because I've realized that I feel like for the majority of my life, I've always lived with this thought that there's a better version of me and I'm not there yet. So it puts me in this constant striving mode, striving to be better, striving to do better, striving to get somewhere where I'm not. And I think this constant striving, constantly feeling like I have to do better, first, it's really exhausting. But when I'm so focused on who I should be, and who I want to be, I forget to love me here in the present. And so, you know, this year, 
If you've heard my previous podcast episodes, you know that the theme word that I have for myself for this year is to surrender. And there's a lot of things that I feel like I've learned to surrender this year. And as we end 2021, as 2021 is coming to a close, one thing that I really want to choose to surrender is this idea of I will love myself when. It's the idea of I will love myself when I'm making this much or I will love myself when I look a certain way. I will love myself when. And you can just name it on and on. Because I've realized that who I am in the present, I will never get me in the present ever. And who I am in the present is way too precious for me to not love. And this was a thought that I recently had. The thought that I think the most beautiful version of me is the me that loves myself. I think I shine and I radiate joy that is extremely attractive when I show up for the world with the confidence of who I am. And when I know who I am and when I'm walking in the confidence of who I am and when I love myself for being me and I recognize the beauty that is within me, the gifts that's within me, it's like this fire just burns inside of me and I show up for the world differently. When I when I know that, like I walk into a room differently and I can feel the power that is within my spirit and I interact people with more love because I'm not so consumed with this thought of like, how do I look? What, what will people think of me? I'm more concerned about, okay, how can I love on this person? And so I've realized that the reason why loving yourself is so important is because you have to learn to love yourself in order for you to love others better. So I want to ask you, how have you been loving yourself? And what would it look like for you to love yourself, to love all of you? What would it feel like for you to love yourself completely and fully? I want you to imagine what that would look like and to feel like. Like when you walk into a room with this heart full of love for yourself and knowing that you're complete, knowing that you're enough, and you just walk into a room with this confidence just exuding out of you. What would that look like? Like, man, how attractive would that kind of confidence and self-love look like when you show up for the world knowing that you're enough? Once this moment passes, you will never get the chance again to love yourself in the present. You will never get the chance to love the current version of you. Yes, there may be better versions of you in the future. Maybe there's a version of you where you're, you've achieved these goals that you've been wanting to achieve. 
Or maybe there's a version of you in the future where you don't have the insecurities that you currently have. But in that future, you won't get the chance to love you right now with the current insecurities that you have, with the current quirks that you have. Like who you are today is too precious to not love. So choose to love you for who you are today. Like don't be ashamed of yourself. Don't be ashamed of your scars. Don't be ashamed of your past mistakes. Because if you are ashamed of who you are, how can you truly love and support others? Like, it's okay to have things that you feel insecure about, but it's not okay for you to only focus on those things. I want you to be aware of the thoughts that you have about yourself. Like, when you look at yourself in the mirror, who do you see? Or what do you see? Because I feel like oftentimes when we look at ourselves in the mirror, our eyes are just looking at our insecurities or at our flaws. I definitely catch myself doing that. And, and thinking about this topic and how to prepare for this episode, I realized that, oh my gosh, like when I look at myself in the mirror, I'm always just looking at my flaws or what I think are flaws. But it's so different when you just look at yourself straight in the eye or when you look at yourself, like all of you, not just this blemish you have, not just the scar that you have, not just the things that you don't like about yourself, but are you recognizing and are you seeing all the things that you do like about yourself as well? Like, where is your focus at? Are you seeing you for you? Are you seeing all of you? Because if you don't see all of you and you're focused only on your insecurities, you're just going to desiccate all the joy and fun out of your life. And when you do that, it's like, it feels like your soul is being tortured with negative thoughts. And when you feel like that, you really can't love others well. You know, in the Bible, it talks about how we need to love others in the same way you love yourself. Love your neighbors as yourself. But how can you love others as yourself? How can you love others the way that you love yourself if you don't love yourself? It just doesn't make sense. So you have to get the first button right. Like, you know, when you're putting on your shirt, if you don't get that first button right, like all the buttons, when all the buttons are following that, everything is going to be off. You have to get the first button right. And I think the first button is understanding that you're worthy of love and that you should love yourself, that you need to choose to love yourself. Because I really think there's this like battle against self-love. Like the world is constantly 
trying to tell us we're not enough. Like all the advertisement is trying to tell us like you're not enough. You need this to make yourself feel better. You need this to feel better about yourself. So when the world is constantly throwing messages of you're not enough, like you have to fight for yourself. You have to fight to love yourself. Because if people don't love themselves, this world is going to be full of so much negativity. Can you imagine a world full of people who just hate themselves? A world full of people who are very unhappy with who they are? My gosh, can you imagine walking into a market or a store and everyone's just like so miserable? My gosh, I don't want to live in that world. And I want to make the world a better place by first doing what I can do, which is being able to love myself so that I can show up for the world fully and completely unapologetically me and offer the world the things that only I can offer because I can't do that. I can't offer the world the things that I can offer if I'm constantly hiding behind a mask, if I'm constantly too afraid to show up as me. And for you too, there are certain things that's inside of you that only you can offer. There are things that only you can do. There are There's a message inside your heart that only you can deliver to the world in the unique way that you know how. There are gifts inside of you that's going to benefit the world. But if you don't believe in yourself, if you don't love yourself enough to let yourself be seen, to let yourself be known, to let yourself show up into the world as you, you're robbing the world of the things that you can offer. So shift your focus away from the things that you don't like about yourself, but focus on the things that you do like about yourself. Look at yourself completely. You know, yes, there are things that you might not like about yourself, but there's probably a lot of things that if you choose to, that you can also love about yourself. So what do you like about yourself? You know, like for me too, I feel like when I'm struggling with this idea of self-love, I'm not recognizing and appreciating me for the things that I know I can appreciate myself for it. And I think about this, you know, when I'm with certain people, they, there are certain people who make me feel really good about myself. There are certain friends who, when I'm around them, they're just, they, they just, they're like my number one hype men. They're so enthusiastic about me and they're so proud of me and they're so happy about the things that I'm doing and it just makes me feel really good. And I realized I need to be my number one hype man. I need to be my number one cheerleader. I need to be that person. I need to be that best friend who is always for me, for myself. 
And <laughs> I know I'm making so many BTS references, but as BTS Jin sings in his song Epiphany, it's like finally I had this realization, this epiphany that, oh my gosh, I'm the one I should love. I've realized that I'd rather be happy with who I am than be perfect. I'd rather be grateful than superior. I'd rather love me for me than be admired by everyone. Like, you don't need to be perfect. You just need to embrace you for you. But you need to make that choice for yourself. You need to choose to love yourself. It's a decision that you have to make on a daily basis. You have to make the decision that you're going to love yourself. You have to make the decision that you're going to be that friend, that good friend that is always for you, that supports you, that embraces you for you, that embraces you completely even the things that you're insecure about, even the things that you feel upset about, even the things that you're not happy about, like choose to embrace that and to love you completely and to accept you for you. Like when you look at yourself, choose to look at the soul that is within you. Because who you are is not just this exterior. Who you are is not just what you do for work. Who you are is not just your achievements. You have to look at yourself and appreciate the soul that is within you and recognize Wow, my soul is worthy of being loved. And that who I am, my soul, my being is beautiful. I'm not perfect, but I love my being because it's unique, it's special. And my story is something that no one else has. The things that I can offer to the world are things that no one else can offer to the world. And so when thinking about this, you know, I feel like sometimes we even think that the best days are behind us. We think, oh, back in the days, that was so good. Like, oh, like I was skinnier back then. Or I was prettier back then. Oh, I was younger and fresher back then. I was more popular back then. And we can look to the past and compare ourselves to the past. Or we can look to the future and think, okay, like, I will be better then. I'll be better in the future. My future version of myself will be worthy of love. But in looking at yourself in the past and in the future and comparing yourself, you're also making more excuses for why you shouldn't love yourself in the present. But a realization that I've had is that I need to look at the past with gratitude. 
I need to look to the future with hope. But I need to look to the present with love. So when you look to the past, like think about all the good things that happened. Think about who you were and thank yourself for being who you were in the past. Feel the love that you felt back then and appreciate that you have that love deposited in you from the past. But don't dwell in the past where you're only loving that past version of yourself. And this might be a little bit kind of going all over the place, but sometimes I feel like people think about love in the sense that it's like something that people can give and take away, like an item, like here's love and now I take it back and then you don't have it anymore. And so even though you've experienced feeling love before. If you feel like you're in the present right now, like no one is loving you, maybe you had a boyfriend that, you know, you were in a good relationship with and then you guys broke up and now you feel like you don't have love anymore. But I feel like that's a wrong way to think about love. Like love is not an item that people can give and take away. When I think about love, I think about it kind of like a gift that no one can take back. I think about love like it's something that gets poured into me and deposited in me. Kind of like where you're, when you're pouring water in a water well, when you pour water, it gets built up. And I kind of think about love in that way, where all the past love, it was poured into me and it stays here in my being. And every time I experience more love, it just constantly gets built more and more. Like it's being deposited in my inner well. It's being deposited in my heart. The pouring of love can pause for a minute, but all the love that I've received in the past, all the love that's been poured in there, it stays there. So every moment of love is just like stacking on top of each other. And when I think about it in that way, like there is no possible situation when I can feel like I'm not being loved because I already have love that's been deposited inside of me. It's constantly there. So every year as I get older and older, it's not like I have to compare myself to the past of like, oh, I was more loved back then. It's like, wow, like every year, everything... I'm like stacking more love. Every year as I'm getting older, love is being deposited in me more and more. And I don't know if this is like making sense for you guys, but this was such a mindset shift for me where I've realized, oh, I will never be lacking of love because I've already received love in the past. There's all these tons of moments in the past where I've experienced people's love. And it's, it's inside of me now. So I will never feel a lack of love because it's in me. And no one can take the love that I have received back. And I'm sure for you, like if you think back into the past, there definitely has to be moments where you've experienced love. If you can't think about it, if, you, if nothing comes up, I just want to encourage you to think again. If you look, you will find that there are moments where you experience love. 
And now that's there and you, you are loved. That's who you are. And, you know, in thinking about the future, sometimes I think like, okay, I will love myself when or once I'm there, I think I'll finally feel like I'm worthy of love. Like, have you ever thought about that? Like, have you, do you ever think like that? Like, okay, when I'm there, then I'll be worthy of love. Because I feel like I've, I've realized that I've definitely felt like that or I've done that because there's a moment where I told my sister, like, hey, I don't want to date right now because I want to date when I'm XYZ. And I realized, like, that thought really comes from, okay, I'm not ready to date because I don't think I'm worthy of putting myself out there and being loved right now. I want to be better. It's like the thought of, like, oh, the better version of me is just around the corner. But I think that's, like, BS. I think sometimes you really have to call yourself out on your own BS. Because who I am, like, yeah, there are things where I'm like, oh, I wish this can be better. I wish, you know, this could be better or something like that. But I think here in the present, I also need to realize that I'm worthy of love here in the now. So I want to just encourage you guys on this topic of loving yourself. Like don't judge yourself because you not liking yourself is really futile. It really doesn't help you and it doesn't help anybody else. We're given this body and this circumstances. We are given this current situation, right? You're in your present situation. It may not be perfect, but where you're at right now, today, you have two choices, either to love yourself or to be unhappy with yourself. Which one would you choose? Right. You are you for a reason. So I want to encourage you to choose to love yourself. Because why not? It's so much better than choosing to be unhappy with yourself. Because life has its ups and downs. People live and die. People get sick. People get into accidents. You will experience rejections and failures in life. Things in life can go very wrong. You might not be where you want to be or you expected yourself to be. Maybe your reality doesn't match the standard that you set for yourself. Maybe you're in a group setting and some people ignore you or treat you differently because of the way you look or based on your socioeconomic status. Maybe some people just might not vibe with your personality. Life will not always be kind to you. And that's a fact. That's just reality. Life will not always be perfect. But you can't control how others treat you or the things that happen to you. But when the world isn't being kind to you, you have the power to choose to be kind to yourself. 
So be kind to yourself. If you feel like the world doesn't accept you for you, you be the one who first accepts you for you. You be the person to say to yourself like, hey, you know, I think you're pretty awesome and I like you. You know, just say that to yourself. Like, why not? Why don't you first learn to have compassion on yourself and to have grace on yourself? Once you're content with who you are and you learn to love yourself, then you can start to really see other people without judging them or comparing them to yourself or comparing yourself to them. I think loving others begins with loving yourself. I feel like oftentimes we think, okay, the best version of me is the me when I'm doing X, Y, Z, or when I'm doing this, or when I look like this, or all these different things. No, I think the best version of you is a you that loves yourself. So give yourself permission to love yourself. Because the world needs more people to show up fully, unapologetically as themselves loving who they are. And if you want to make the world a better place, I think it first begins with you choosing every single day to show up for the world, loving who you are, accepting who you are, being kind to yourself, having compassion and grace for yourself so that you can extend that same love to other people as well. That's it for today's episode. I hope this was helpful. Um, I just, you know, shared a lot of just all the things that I've been thinking about, about self-love and how we can do that better. So this may not be the full, complete answer, but I hope that through this episode, you can start to think for yourself as well. Like, how can I love myself better? And waking up every single day and just being like, you know what? I choose to love me. I choose to focus on all the things that make me beautiful as me. So I hope y'all have a wonderful day and I will see you in the next episode. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to another episode on the Millennial Life School Podcast. On the topic of loving yourself, I think one of the ways that you can love on yourself is by investing in yourself. And I think a good investment for you and into your future is by downloading my workbook, Master Your Quarter Life. If you feel like you're unsure about who you are, what you want to do, and how you want to live your life, this workbook would be a great place to start. You can download the digital copy of the workbook on my website, SharonKilonHan.com. So if you feel like that's for you, go download it, invest in yourself, invest in your future, and actively love yourself and being able to provide these amazing opportunities for yourself. 
All right, guys. Love y'all so much. Have a wonderful, wonderful, lovely day.